Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So it has been a little bit since I did a podcast. Um, my husband and I actually just got back from Nashville yesterday. We took a um, an anniversary trip, and I've never been to Nashville before, but I absolutely had a amazing time. Um, so today is not my normal day to do a podcast, but I said, I'm going to go ahead and do one because I felt, um, that I need to share something that was in my spirit this morning. So as I was, uh, getting back on track from our little vacation and, you know, having my prayer time and listening, um, to, you know, a, uh, a message this morning, the uh the pastor was actually doing a message on hoarding, right? And it was very amazing to me because you know it hit me, but in a different way. So her message was talking about different things um in life that you hoard, but um to me, when we think of hoarding, I know that um my husband and I both struggle with this and and, and it's funny. Because I recognize it because I do it, but I give him a hard time about it, right? Because um, we we both have come from lack, right? Um, a lack of a lot of different things in our lives. Um, you know, we had a lack of trust. Um, we, you know, have been homeless. We've been in addiction. We've lost everything that we have. We've lost relationships, right? Um, we lost our, we've lost our homes. Um, we've lost ourselves, right? So we lose a lot of things in life. And then as life goes on, we begin to hoard, right? Not necessarily material things, yet we do hoard material things, but we also hoard other things, we hoard emotions, we hoard hurt, we hoard pain because we're afraid to, to let it out. We're afraid to share. We're afraid to speak. We're afraid to use our voices because, um, you know, maybe our whole life we were taught not to express our emotions, right? If you are an emotional being, you're weak, right? Or maybe you were hurt so bad or abused and it, literally cause you to lose yourself, right? Or maybe you became an addict because of so much abuse and so much hurt and you felt like you were not loved or you were not cared for or you were abandoned or neglected and you <clears throat> you begin to hoard these emotions and these feelings inside of you because you are afraid to let them out, right? Even though you may have healed, you may have come a long way, you are are sober, you know, that life is behind you. But sometimes we still hoard emotions um, and we still hoard things because we're afraid of letting them out. We're afraid of releasing them. We're afraid of facing them, right? So a funny story about my husband and I, okay, because I give him a hard time about this, but I am, I do the same thing, right? So, um, my husband will, will have, you know, um, products like, you know, hair products or, um, just different things, right? In the bathroom. And there's only a tiny bit left in there, or maybe there's not any left in there, right? And I find it under the counter or in the drawers or whatever, 
And I always, I always give him a hard time. I'm like, why do you hoard this stuff? Like, why? Right? But I'm going to tell you, his wife is no different. Right? And that's why I'm able to give him a hard time because I do the same thing. I know why I do the same thing. Um, but like, for instance, if I get, if I get a new body wash, right. And there's a little bit of body wash left in the, in the thing, I just stick it under the counter. I'm like, I may need this, right. Um, I may run out a shampoo and conditioner, the same thing. If I buy a new brand and I'm trying it, I want to try both. So if I'm out of conditioner, but I still have some shampoo, I'll put the other shampoo under the counter and I may need it. I do the same thing with clothes, right? Clothes that I haven't wore in years, right? And I probably will never wear or they're not in style or I've gained weight and they don't fit me anymore. It's funny because I keep those. Oh, I may need those or, oh, uh, I may be able to give those to one of my kids or, oh, like I have a reason to keep these things, right? To hoard these things because I have fear that if I let go of them, I will need them, right? The same thing happens in our lives, right? We'll, we're, we're willing to let go of some of the pain. We're willing to let go of some of the distrust. We're willing to let go of all of the, a, a little bit of these things, but we still hoard some of those things, right? I may need that to protect myself, right? If I, if I completely trust somebody, right, and I don't have to feel like I need to um, check, you know, check the references every time they do something or, you know, every time they say something, I feel like I need to make sure that that's true. And we, because if we let go of all of that distrust, we feel like I might need that someday. Right. Um, if I let go of the distrust, it's going to make me vulnerable. If I, um, if I let go of all of this stuff, I may not get it again. Right. So we find ourselves hoarding. And when I'm saying hoarding, a lot of times I am probably one of the simplest people that you will ever meet, right? Okay. Even, you know, I feel like even if I have a lot of something or a lot of money, a lot of finances, I'm still going to be a hoarder, right? Because I'm, I have a money scarcity issue, right? I, I will... And my husband has worked with me for years on this, but when it comes to money, I have, I have a scarcity mentality. I've gotten better, but I will still hoard it if I have it because I'm afraid, right? I'm afraid if I, if I let go of it, I'm not going to get any back, right? And so I, I found that in Ma- uh, Matthew chapter 25, verse, uh, verse, 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 verse 25. So this is talking about the men with the talents, right? Or the money. Okay. You know, in that one of them invested, right? But I want to talk about the one that didn't, right? The one that was afraid. So in verse 25, it says, so I was afraid. I went and hid your money in the ground. Here is the one bag of money you gave me, right? So Basically, the man wanted these wanted these guys, these servants, to go and invest his money. Right? He didn't say specifically what to do with this money. Right? He gave each of them. He was testing them to see what they would do. Are they going to invest? Are they going to multiply his money? Um, are they going to purchase you know um, things that are going to produce money in the in the future? Um, or what are they going to do? Well, this man. 
in particular was afraid, right? So he went and hid. He was afraid. So he goes and hides the money, right? He goes and hides the money because he's afraid that he could lose the money. He's afraid that if he's vulnerable, he may get hurt, right? We're, we're just going, we're using this in different, um, in different uh, pretenses because this goes along with our life, right? But then we hear the master say, you are a bad and lazy servant. You, you say you knew that I harvest things I did not plant and that I gather crops where I did not put any seed. So you should have put my money in the bank. And then when I came home, I would get my money back and I would also get the interest that my money earned. Okay, I can only imagine that this man was already afraid, right? He was already afraid of what would happen if he lost the money, right? Obviously, this man had never dealt with this type of money before, right? Or this type of situation before. Maybe he had not been trusted before. Maybe he was like me. He had a money scarcity mentality. Um, Maybe he had been um, hurt his whole life, right? And he was afraid to be hurt again. Maybe, um, you know, he thought that in his mind, because he'd always lived with a little and not a lot, that he needed to to hide the money because there may not be any more. And what would happen? What would be the consequences if he lost it? Right? How many times in your life are you afraid to step out because, because maybe you've been hurt too much? Maybe you don't have the money that you want or you've never had money. And oftentimes when we get a lot of money, if we're used to not having it, we go and we buy up all of these things because we're afraid, right? In life today, you know, society tells us we need to have money. We need to have material things, right? Or we don't have the status or not the influence or we're not this, we're not that. That is what, that is what the world tells us, right? If you have money, you have power. But in reality, does money solve problems? Yes. Does money bring happiness? No. And oftentimes we hoard, we hoard things in life. We hoard our emotions we hoard our guilt, uh, we hoard our distrust, we hoard material things, we hoard things that, you know, oh, I only have a little bit left, but I'm going to save it because I might need it, right? We do all of these things because we are afraid. And oftentimes that fear comes from the past. It doesn't, it doesn't manifest itself overnight. A lot of the times we find ourselves hoarding emotions um, you know, hoarding all of things that I've just talked about, the distrust, um, you know, maybe we're hoarding the pain from the past, right? Maybe we're hoarding on or I would say hoarding or holding on to the hurts of the addiction, right? Because if we were to let go of the hurts and let go of the pains and let go of the distrust, it would cause us to have to have a sense of vulnerability, And in this world today, even though we talk about being vulnerable, right? And I feel that being vulnerable is a part of healing, 
right? Because when you're a vulnerable, right? Not only are you helping someone else in their journey, but when you're vulnerable, it opens you up to healing. It opens your heart up to healing. When you stay, when you let go of some things, but you're still hoarding some of them because you feel like if I totally let go of this, I'm going to be vulnerable, but yet I might need this as a weapon in the future, right? So we live our whole life on the fence. So let's talk about distrust, okay? If you distrust, if you get into a relationship, right, or a friendship, right, or a business partnership or whatever, right, and you come into that partnership with a lack of trust, right? And over time, you begin to trust and you begin to trust and you begin to trust, but then you find yourself still not at the point where you can completely trust someone, right? You're holding on to some of that past stuff that had nothing to do with the with the person or the relationship or the business partnership that you're in now it has nothing to do with it. But you, you're still holding on to a little bit of that because you're afraid if you let go of that, you're going to get hurt, right? You're afraid that if you let go of a little bit of the money or you take the risk in the business that you're going to fail, right? We have a sense of failure. We have a, we have a, um, uh, a sense of lack of vulnerability, right? Because we're afraid. So we hold on to the emotions. We hold on to the pain. We begin to tell ourselves, oh, I'm healed or I'm this or I'm that, but we're actually in denial because we're a hoarder by nature, when it comes to our emotions and it come beca- uh, comes to our trust or fully letting go of the pain. But what I want to tell you today is this. It's time to let go of the hoard. Right? Because those things that you're hoarding are no longer serving you. The healing, if you ever watch the show Hoarders, right? They have psychologists that specialize in hoarding, right? They have organizing teams out there. They have all of these things. But what you realize that each and every hoarder has in common is something has happened to them. I remember watching this one show this this lady, she had. Um, by the way, I love the show hoarders. Um, she had her husband. Her and her husband used to collect stuff, right? And they built. Um, they started adding on to their house because they had bought a house, but they wanted to create it into their dream home, right? So he built this beautiful wing of the house, um, and it had. Um, it was going to be their master suite with their master bathroom. And like, it was, you could tell by the staircase and all that, it was going to be beautiful, but it wasn't finished. And they had been collecting things. They had already bought all of the finishes, all of the cabinets to redo their kitchen. Like they had bought all of this, right? She had a tractor trailer in her yard full of cabinets and countertops and all the stuff to redo her kitchen, right? In the downstairs part of where the master suite was going to be upstairs, she had, um, she had 
um, all of this stuff to finish off her master suite, to finish all her off her bathroom. They had collected, and they were collectors already, right? They had cars in the backyard. They they were collectors, right? But what happened is he passed away, and she didn't have the money to finish the house. The stuff he had passed away eight years prior to this, right? And she was so caught up in finishing the house because she said she wanted to finish it for her husband, right? She had an old Ford pickup in the yard that did not run, that had so many issues, right? Hadn't been started in years. And she was wanting $5,000 for it. And it wasn't even worth $1,000. But here's the thing. She was hoarding the thought of being able to continue what her and her husband started. In this particular show, I can watch all of these shows, right? But a lot of times these people have pain associated with their hoard, right? And this particular lady was hurt. She was hurt. And she was missing her husband and she was trying to, to, to keep everything going, right? And she just continued to hoard and continued to hoard. She still had all of his clothes in the basement. The basement was full of his clothes and she could not get rid of them. But the thing was, even to save herself financially, because he didn't, obviously, they obviously did not plan, um, you know, with life insurance or retirement or whatever it was, they didn't have a plan. So she was broke, but she had all of this stuff. How often, how often do we do this with our lives, right? We, we are so hurt, right? We don't prepare ourselves and something happens and then we hold on to all the pain. We hold on to all the hurt. We rehash these things in our minds every single day and it causes us to get complacent and stuck where we are because we can't see the forest for the trees. Right? So we begin collecting stuff, whether it be material stuff, whether it be pain, whether it be, um, you know, abuse from the past, whatever it is, we begin to hoard these things that no longer serve us. And it doesn't happen overnight because most often it happens a little bit at a time right? We're going through life and we're going to pick up something. We're going to pick up something else. We're going to pick up something else. We're going to pick up something else. And then before we know it, we're stuck because we've accumulated and buried so much stuff that we, we can't move forward in our life. We're full of hurt. We're full of pain. We're full of distrust. We're full of anger, bitterness, resentment because we've collected things along the way that were not meant for us to collect. And we've buried them in fear of loss, 
in fear of not having enough, in fear of a mediocrity mentality, a fear of so many different things. And we hoard and hoard because we choose not to deal with it or we choose to store it up in case we need it in the future. Because if we were to let go, we would be vulnerable. But let me ask you this. If you were to let go, right? If you were to let go of the hurt and the pain that you've been hoarding for so many years, could you imagine how free you would feel? Could you imagine your life that you didn't have to rehash the pain every day? You didn't have to rehash the mediocrity every day. You didn't have to rehash the addiction every day. What if you said, today is the day that I'm going to let go of my hoard, right? And I'm not talking about material things. Now, if you're a hoarder, seriously a hoarder, material-wise, please get help. But I'm talking about emotionally, mentally, physically. What are you hoarding that is no longer serving you. What are you hoarding? Are you hoarding pain? Are you hoarding um, an addiction that you, that, that you no longer have anymore? See, a lot of times in life, we use those things as a crutch, right? And a crutch and hoarding can kind of go hand in hand, right? Because sometimes... We see this a lot with the homeless population. Okay. Um, You know, they want to get a job, right? Or they want to have a house or they want to have shelter or they want to be back with their family, right? But they get so ingrained in their daily homelessness, right? That they can't see past anything else. Right? So what we hear from them is, I can't because I don't have a place to live. I can't because I don't have an ID. I can't because I don't have my birth certificate. I can't because um, I don't have a way to work every day. I can't because I don't know where I'm going to sleep tonight. So they use their homelessness as a crutch to continue on the same path that that they are on. And it's so sad. Sometimes some of us can live in these fancy houses. We can drive fancy cars. We can do all that. And we are hoarding just as much as they are. Right? We use our situations and our past as a crutch that keeps us stuck. And I'm here to tell you today that you do not have to stay stuck in your hoard. You do not have to stay stuck in those things that you wish to be free from. You do not have to go back to the things that you prayed yourself out of. You are powerful. You are wonderfully made. And you have overcome so many things in your life that these little pieces of the hoard that you have left should be easy for you to let go of. But sometimes in our mind, we make things so difficult and we feel like it's a risk 
to let go of them. It's a risk to go to church. It's a risk to read the Bible because then, oh my gosh, I may have some have to have some faith. I'm not going to be able to doubt anymore. I'm going to have to stop worrying. I'm not a perfect Christian. Trust me on that one. I am not a, by any means per- perfect. But it's there comes a sense of freedom when you decide it's time to let go of those things that are no longer serving you. The holidays are coming around and I find myself praying for those people that don't have families to go home to. I find myself praying um, for the children that don't get to have Christmas. I find myself praying for the families that are that have so much strife and so much hate and animosity and resentment and bitterness because I know how important it is to me to have my family with me on the holidays. But I also know what it's like to be by yourself on the holidays. So I find myself praying for this. For God to release the the bitterness and the resentment and the hate and the frustration within these families. Because a lot of times, if the resentment and the bitterness and all of this would go away, one of those homeless people could go home. If... Forgiveness was an actual thing. More people could go home for Christmas or for Thanksgiving. So today, what I encourage you to do is to let go of your hoard, right? You're not going to be able to clean it out in one day. But I encourage you to let go of the things that you've been hoarding for so many years that are causing you to stay stuck where you are. Get rid of the things that you've been using as a crutch, right? Oh, I used to be an addict, so I can't go get that job. Oh, God's never going to accept me because I've done too many bad things. Those are crutches. Oh, I have to hold on to some of this distrust because if I completely trust somebody, I'm going to get hurt again. It's about the things that you hoard on the inside that will affect you on the outside. You can't shine in your full glory. You can't shine and walk into your full vision or your full purpose or your full anointing if you do not let go of the hoard. So today, get rid of those things that you've been holding on to for so many years. Pray to God and give those to him and surrender those things to him because he's ready and willing to work with you. But it's those very things that you refuse to let go of that he can't help you with. You got to let go. You got to let God. And I know that's easier said than done. But start with one thing at a time. One thing. Just one thing at a time. And watch God move in your life. So today, the hoarding stops today. Freedom begins today. The vision, the purpose begins today. The belief to know that God can do all things. The belief to know that you are uniquely and you are wonderfully made in his image. So today, let go of the things that are no longer serving you. And I hope you have an absolutely amazing and blessed day. And I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.